0: Your Locked On Hurricanes. Your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey there, folks. I am your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can find the show on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes, on Facebook at Locked On Hurricanes Podcast, and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And in today's episode, we'll be discussing Saturday's game against the Dallas Stars, um, as well as a very, very quick preview for tonight's game. Also against the Dallas Stars, so heading on into this game, it was definitely a very frustrating game. Um, well, there are also some positives as well. Um, so it was definitely a double-edged sword. You know, the team they definitely played, you know, tough. Dallas isn't a team that really gives you anything um, to work with, um, and you know, the Hurricanes they did what they could they were definitely fighting a battle against two teams the stars and the refs um but a couple highlights from this game was Dougie Hamilton scored his 100th career goal so big congrats to Dougie um and Hayden Fleury scored his first point of the season um so and first goal as well. So you obviously know Future Canes, Alex Ohari on Twitter. He was having a heart attack over that there. Um, so and another big one from this game, it was my first game back at PNC Arena this season. My girlfriend and I, we went to that, and it was phenomenal environment. Um, finally being able to be back at PNC Arena and take in a game in person um, in well over a year. Last one I was at was the last home game of last season against the abs on pride night. That was the last one I went to, um, in person. So it's been over a year. It was nice to get back. Um, you know, but the environment was amazing. Um, mentor, uh, talking about the, uh, intermission entertainment being ice resurfacing. Uh, that was pretty hilarious. I got a chuckle out of it. Uh, both times he said it, um, and then you seeing Stormy out there, seeing Big Mike, um, and just all the other stuff that just goes into a game. Um, it was obviously different than a normal one. You have way, way less people. Um, but it was still really fun to be able to go back and cheer on the team in person, which was fun. Boo the refs, obviously, which we'll talk about that here in a bit uh, for sure, um, but Yeah, That was a couple nice positives, but before we dig into the nitty-gritty positives for the team, I want to tell you guys about today's sponsor, and that is, of course, BetOnline.ag. I've told you about BetOnline for quite a while, but if you're new here, BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports actions. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are all still going strong. College basketball has their final four set they should be kicking off here soon nba is still going strong in nhl all those teams are making their push for the postseason right now bet online even covers awards tv shows and reality tv with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine bet online has you covered for all the news scores and odds it's the best place it's to play, place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code LOCKED ON. That's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code LOCKED ON. Bet online, your sportsbook experts. Um, so getting on into the pauses from last game on. Saturday, yesterday, um, again, Dougie Hamilton was able to score his 100th point. He had a really good game. Really enjoyed seeing that and being there to get that, see that 100th goal in person. Um, place went nuts for it, obviously. Everyone loves Dougie. Um, definitely think he'll probably get re-signed in the offseason, but, you know, we'll see come off season time. Um, And then, of course, Hayden Fleury, you know, getting his first goal and first point of the season that's both a good thing and a bad thing but we'll talk about that more when it comes to the bad sorry alex um And one thing I really, really did like in this game was the Hurricanes' physicality. They played a really, really, really physical game. They really came out of that gates and just were beating Dallas um, when it came to physicality. Dallas is obviously a very physical team themselves. Um, That's kind of the way they play out in the Western Conference, typically. Um, And obviously, the Hurricanes are a physical team anyway, with their head coach being two-time sulky trophy award winner rod bernamore um so that's no secret there that they are also a very physical team so it was a very hard hitting game from both sides i did really like that the hurricanes were just coming out and throwing bodies around i really really like that and alex and delkovic for the most part he was decent um you know he obviously allowed three goals in that game which sucks um but the team did leave him out to dry um several times in that game, um, and he had to step up big, um, and make some really big saves, um, but overall, he did play pretty well, um, in my opinion, there's obviously room for improvement, um, but he did have, you know, a decent game, I would say, in my personal opinion, from being there and watching it, um, and then there were obviously some really good breakaway attempts, uh, for the Hurricanes, uh, that they ultimately weren't able to capitalize on but yeah they're that playmaking ability is still there um dallas's goaltender and their defense which is hot last night um and you get a hot goaltender um and a really good defense and there's not much you can do really um the hurricanes they've been in that same boat um because Today's the two-year anniversary of them breaking their playoff streak drought. Um, They got really hot and made a run, and they've capitalized on it since, obviously. They've maintained that level of success. Um, But, you know, ultimately, you know, the Hurricanes, they did what they could in that game. Again, like I mentioned at the top of the episode, they were fighting two teams in that game. Um, They were fighting the Stars and the Refs, Um, but... Before we dive into all that stuff, I want to let you guys know about our other sponsor for today. Super long-time sponsor. That is, of course, Built Bar. They just concluded their Built Bar Madness Tournament. Hope you guys really had fun doing that. I know I did. Um, But, again, if you're new here, Built Bar um, is, of course, the best-tasting protein bar ever. Built Bar has 18 regular amazing flavors they do have other ones that come in and out from time to time and all bars regardless of whether they're on the menu all the time or not are covered in 100 percent chocolate and they're soft and easy to chew built bars are also great for the health conscious individual bars are low calorie low sugar high protein high fiber and Great for keto diets, so they're a great way to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. And now, whenever you go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON20, you'll get 20% off your next order when you use that promo code of LOCKEDON20 for 20% off your next order at BiltBar.com. So now, guys, diving into the negatives of Saturday's game because there were several. Um... Some being the Hurricanes' fault themselves, um, others coming from outside sources, uh, we'll say. Um, but you know, looking at the Hurricanes themselves, again, I mentioned you know, Alex Nadolkovich as a positive, um, but you know, he there was definitely room for improvement there. Um, I do think the team really, really did leave him out to dry Uh, several times in that game and that's you know just on the defense and forwards there Um, but you know the difference between a good goaltender and a great goaltender is that a great goaltender would still step up and make those saves that's the difference between you know you know a guy that's like Andre Vasilevsky and then Cam Talbot or whatever, wherever he is, I think he's in Calgary, but you guys catch my drift, um, you know, a, elite level goaltender would still make those saves, I do think that Alex Nadelkovic can still be that guy, Um, this is his, you know, first, like, really extended stint in the NHL, he's kind of bounced back and forth over the past few years, I still think that talent is there, he has shown that talent there, I mean, he's Played phenomenal um, this season as a whole, um, so I do think he can still be that guy. He it just you know comes with time. Um, but again, you know, an elite level like again Andre Vazlevsky, Mark Andre Fleury, um, you know guys like that they'd still make those saves even if um, the team out on the ice left him out to dry. Um, so. He has some improvement to do, obviously, uh, but I do think he can get there. Um, but you know, as far as the skaters go, they obviously left him out to dry. Um, but there are also way, way too many turnovers in that game. Um, you know, Dallas was really forechecking a lot in that game, um, and one thing that really bothered me um, was how the Hurricanes. Um, they continue to go for their cross ice passes, or they just turnover, 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 and they failed to adapt to the way Dallas was playing. I'm not necessarily saying play the way Dallas wants you to play, um, not necessarily that, but like, okay, hey Dallas, they're you know really stopping this. Let's not do this, um, and. You know, or you know, force their own style of play. The Hurricanes forcing Dallas to play they want them to play. Um, you know that wasn't there. Um, and I feel that that cost them several times um, throughout the game, um, especially towards the end. Um, because when, um, you know, towards the end when the officiating was getting really, really bad. Um, you know, they were they really should have changed things up a little bit, alter their play style a little bit to compensate for that. Uh, but, yeah, you know, speaking, you know, of the officiating, um, obviously, you know, the players, they can't mention stuff without getting fined. Um, you know, heck, Dougie, or I think it was Dougie, yeah, in the postgame he said he can't comment on the officials. Uh, but, you know, the Hurricanes, yeah, they have not been getting power play opportunities at all um over these past few games and that's extremely frustrating um you know rod brindemore had this to say um or excuse me dougie did uh he said you know i can't really comment on the refs obviously as power play players we want to be on the power play as much as we can we've been talking about it and how it's been tough just getting one a game i think other than the tampa game where we had a bunch and scored two goals i think the last two weeks or something we've been one maybe to a game it's pretty hard we've got to do a better job i guess of drawing penalties holding on to bucks, challenging guys Make it hard on the refs to make them make calls. I think it, that's on us. I don't think we can really complain about the refs. Um, I understand what he's saying to an extent um, because, you know, the Hurricanes, they do need to draw more penalties and make it like, dude, you know, what, why are you missing these calls? Uh, but on the flip side of that, it, towards the end of the game, there were several blatant no obstruction no nothing uh tripping penalties against dallas um that were not called and could have very well affected the outcome of the game you know because we know how good the hurricanes are on the power play um and they aren't getting those power play opportunities and it's extremely frustrating um And again, yeah, that officiating is, it's getting really frustrating. I do hope that, you know, we see an improvement in that tonight. I don't necessarily know if we will. Um, I think it's probably the same officiating crew. And it's really frustrating to see that because, again, we're all human. Calls are going to get missed, whether, whether it's hockey, basketball, football, Whatever, it's gonna happen. That isn't the issue. It's when it's blatant stuff right in front of you. There, you cannot miss. That's not getting called. Or obviously, with the whole Tim Peel situation of just making up stuff. Um, that's extremely frustrating um, because a guy like Andre Satschov that's been talked about a lot here recently. Um, of him just getting called the second he steps on the ice, whether he does anything or not. Um, again, yeah, Svetch, he does take dumb penalties from time to time. Not going to deny that. He's a young kid. We watch the stuff. Yeah, he took that dumb penalty. He he did it. Um, but there are several times you know, over this season, like he's just gotten called for nothing, absolutely nothing. Um, it was just like, if, or, you know, last night, you know, if Svetch, you know, did a lot of those tripping penalties or stuff like that, called immediately. Um, and that's extremely frustrating. I do think Sarah Sivian really had a point um, when she said on Twitter that this is really destroying Andrei Svechikov's, uh confidence levels. Um, he is clearly in his own head right now. Rod Radburner also said that in a press conference yesterday before the game. Um, but the referees just beating him down with these penalties the moment he steps on the ice, is really stunting him as a player in his growth almost. Um, everyone knows that Svech is a phenomenal player. Uh, he obviously can't hide, you know, under the radar now, um, and he's still, you know, more people are you know coming after him. Um, but the way the refs are doing it, that, that's frustrating. Um, because, you know, he can't play, you know, cause again, you know, like the second he steps on the ice, the second he touches the puck, the section, he, you know, touches someone else, you know, a whistle blown, the box, you know, two minutes interference, high sticking offsides, whatever. Um, and it's, it's bullshit really. Um, it really is. Um, and I really hope that things can change soon. I doubt they will, to be honest. I mean, it's the referees. um, But I really just, uh, it's extremely frustrating um, to see this happening. Um, Again, you know, I know it's not the Hurricanes, like not everyone's out to get the Hurricanes or anything like that. Um, But, Again, it's the obvious stuff that's getting missed that is extremely frustrating. Um, and that's my rant on that. <laughs> uh, but one other negative uh, was, honestly, Hayden Fleury. He, he was good last night. He was. You know, but it took him this long to register his first point of the season. That's something you know, that uh, was brought up on the aftermath, You know, the radio show, um, it was brought up there of you know he's you know he's obviously really liked and obviously scoring you know a ton of points you know is never going to be Hayden Flurry's mo. That's obviously not going to be the case, but it took you that long to do it. Um, and he's kind of been like a non-factor most of the season. Um, is they kind of raised the point? Is it time to move on from Hayden Flurry? Um, and it maybe maybe not. I don't know. Um cuz obviously I'm torn, yeah. You know, I really really like him. Great kid. Um and when he's good, he he's really good. Uh but again, as I mentioned on the show, he's lost that mean streak that he had at the end of last season and that's really hurting him a lot cuz he needed that. Uh, just like the Canes are you know, needing Jake Gardner and Tavo Teravainen. Um back in the lineup, um, for obvious reasons, uh, you know, it, it's hurting Hayden Fleury, and it's really, you know, when the hurricane, Don Waddell has said, you know, that they're looking for, like, a right shot defenseman, you know, it's one of, like, okay, is Hayden Fleury gonna be on the market, along with maybe some other guys, you know, like Warren Fogo being on the market, um, you know, a goaltender being on the market, it, it's, it's a curious thing, um, I, i I'm torn whether, you know, it they should because he is really good and he has a lot of potential. It's just he needs that grit. Um he really needs that. He needs someone to bring that out of him because when he had that, he was phenomenal. Um but he doesn't have that right now. I don't know if it's, if it's you know, him being paired up with Jake Bean a lot or or what the deal is. I don't know what it is. Um, But he needs someone to unlock that um, in him because I think, yeah, he has potential to be one of the Hurricanes' best defenders on the roster. Um, But he's not living up to expectations right now. Um, And it's kind of frustrating. But – you know, that does it for today's episode, guys. Um, enjoy the game tonight. Peter Mrazek is making his return tonight. Um, the game should be starting here shortly, so I don't want to keep you guys too long. So go enjoy the game, and we'll be talking about that on tomorrow's episode. The good, the bad, the ugly, whatever else, as well as reminiscing some more on the two-year anniversary of the Hurricanes uh, breaking their playoff dr- drought. Um, that does it for today's episode. Go follow me on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96 um, and follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes and give it a like on Facebook at Locked on Hurricanes Podcast. Enjoy the game, guys, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Peace.